This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. You're listening to the Church Boys Free Fall Q&A. It's Billy Hollowell here with the Church Boys, and I have Rich Peluso on the line, Senior Vice President of Sony Affirm Films. How you doing today, Rich? I'm wonderful, thank you. I appreciate it. So we're ta- we're here to talk today about a new movie that's coming next year, and it's it's fascinating. It's called Risen, and this film. And I won't do too much talking. I, I don't want to overshadow you um, describing and, and discussing the film, but it, it talks about a very familiar story uh, involving Jesus and the aftermath of his resurrection. But there there are a lot of things about this film that appear very different from other movies about Jesus. So before we dive into all of that, let me just ask, what was the impetus for this film? Well, Billy, where most films about the life of Christ uh, end at uh, the crucifixion, um, Risen really begins at the crucifixion and, and moves through the, uh, the resurrection and the, the Great Commission and Ascension, uh, but it does it in a very unique way in that it's told through the eyes of, uh, of a non-believer. And um, I will say, back when the firm first started in 2007, it was just a couple years after um, Passion of Christ, and there were lots of independent producers and folks out there, uh, you know, itching to tell the rest of the story. And there were a lot of scripts and projects floating around. And uh, my team and I read—I think it was about a dozen at last count. Um, and there was one that stood out that we really, really loved, and uh, and it was this one. And we, at the time, it was called uh, uh, it was called uh, Resurrection, and um, we we tried to make something happen, and it just didn't, and it, it disappeared for you know six or seven years, and then resurfaced uh, under a different name, uh, Clavius. It was called Clavius the Witness. And uh, a producer, Mickey Liddell at LD Entertainment, uh, sent us the script, and I started reading it, and I was a page in and realized this was the one that we had loved years ago, and uh, told them, we're in. Right now, we're in on this project. Um, so really, the, the impetus for the story was, uh, was, was kind of turning this uh, upside down, uh, or, or turning it around. You know, when, when you read the scriptures, you're hearing it from an omniscient or a disciple or, or you know, a writer point of view. And uh, what, what Risen does is it, it, it turns that around and, and wonders what's happening, you know, outside that room. You know, when, when Jesus meets up with uh, Cleopas on the road, uh, several miles away in Jerusalem, Pilate and Caiaphas are probably wondering where the body is. And they're not very happy. And so we kind of live in that other side of the story, and, and we see Jesus' story unfold through these other eyes. And you know, I mean, the big question everybody always has about any movie that has anything to do with the Bible, and you know this more than anybody, is you know, how closely to Scripture does a film like this stay? Because you're dealing with a lot of, of themes. You're dealing with characters that are, are, are being you know conjured up to help tell the story. So how, how do you guys balance that, and how closely does it stay to Scripture? Yeah, it's a great question, because, um, you know, uh, I think there's maybe been one or two filmed projects ever that have adhered exactly to Scripture, and that's the only content they use. I believe that was the Visual Bible and perhaps the Jesus film. Other than that, any time you, you deal with with uh, scripture as your source material, 
there needs to be some creative license to kind of fill out the characters and, and the transitions between the set pieces and the action. And uh, no different with, with Risen in that we uh, our goal was to make sure that we were harmonious with Scripture. I mean, this is an intersection between between Scripture and historical fiction. And so we, we needed to make sure where, where we had specific touch points with Scripture, we were in harmony with it. And we worked with various um, pastors and ministry leaders uh, back at the script stage and even through the cuts um, you know, to review the content and give us feedback, combined with our own experience and that, um, you know, that we've kind of lived in the, in the space between faith and entertainment for many, many years and have a, a, a solid sense of scripture and a solid sense of what is, uh, you know, what will, will work with the faith community and specifically the leaders within the faith community. What do you think will surprise the audience the most about the film? I think it's the, um, I think it's just the incredibly unique take on the story. It, I've, I've heard pastors, one pastor in particular, specifically say it was like just fresh water pouring over him. Um, it, it was just that kind of, that bracing um, in that, you know, we, we all know and love the story of, of Jesus. Uh, those who are believers, who are Christians and are studying scripture, they, you know that story. But to see it um, unveiled in such an unusual way, when you're you're living through the eyes of this of this non-believing Roman military tribune played by Joseph uh, Fines, uh, who you know the, the the premise is you know from the, the point of view of the story is that of course Jesus didn't rise again. Of course it's a it's a hoax. The body's missing. His his followers. Uh, you know, have absconded with the body to keep their false movement going, and, and that's the premise of, of the of the hero of the story. And, and it's his goal, his his hero's journey, to prove that Jesus did not rise again. So that I think is surprising and and exhilarating because it, it really turns into one of the greatest manhunts in history. You know, and, and I think it's it's always fascinating to me, especially the last couple of years, to watch movies like this come out of Hollywood more and more as I as I think Hollywood tries to find its footing with this huge faith audience that's been there craving, dying for projects that they could watch and, and enjoy watching for so long. That's started to come to fruition now. And you you've had films like Noah that haven't quite reson they've done really well, but they haven't quite resonated with that audience. You've had other films um, you know, God's not dead. Where on the other side, people say, "Oh, it's just too much." You know, it's too, it's too Christian still. It's not quite hitting the mark. It's not, you know, and and you have people who love those films too. But I guess the point is, it seems like the industry is really still trying to figure it all out. And so I'll be interested to see how this film works because it it really does live in a really interesting world of taking the story that everybody knows and, and loves and reveres, and then and mixing in some really interesting elements that make it creative and I think in a different way than what most films in this space have, have really tried to do so far. Um, what, yeah. what would you say, and you could speak to that if you want to, but what would you say is the central takeaway for the audience from this film? Well, I think, uh, I think you have to look at it two ways, Billy. I think um, uh, let's, let's break the audience up uh, at least into two pieces. And the first piece, let's just call them the, you know, the, the, the somewhat, you know, religious or let's say, you know, Frequent or, or somewhat frequent uh, churchgoers, people that have uh, have a, an affinity for the scripture and uh, you know know and love the story. 
the takeaway for them is this, um, you know, it's this thrilling ride where, where they kind of know the end. Like, you know, they know for them in their personal faith that Jesus rose again and he's the Savior. And But to experience what it must be like to, you know, to be amongst the, the few that were there during these, these uh, times and to see the story unfold in a way they're not used to seeing, I think it will... Uh, further endear them to the story, I think we've already seen and heard from pastors and leaders, we've shown it to it, drives them back into the scripture and and gets them wondering about these other characters in the story. For the the non-religious or or those that don't necessarily have an affinity to the story, um, what we've seen in our testing is is that they love the film because it doesn't feel preachy to them, it comes at it from kind of a skeptical point of view. And they get to go all, go along the ride and go along for the journey. And I think the takeaway for them is um, it is really some uh, a presentation of the story of of Jesus in a way that uh, that I think is non-threatening and presented in a way they're not used to hearing or seeing. And, and I think the takeaway for them is going to be uh, again, you know, this this uh, curiosity to to learn more of the story. Well, I love it, and I'm looking forward to uh, to writing about it, and I'm sure our listeners are looking forward to seeing it. Is there anything else you want us to know about Risen uh, that maybe we haven't discussed? Well, I, I would say that um, that the the people that are involved, uh, you know, from the producers uh, uh, Mickey Liddell and, and Pete Shilliman and Kevin Reynolds who directed it, um, everyone uh, was was so. Uh, kind of self-tasked with making this kind of the, the work of their life. You know, that if they were going to tell this story, they wanted to do it big, they wanted to do it uh, bold, and they wanted to do it in a way they could be proud of for the rest of their life. And so uh, I will say there was a lot of blood, sweat, and, and tears poured into this project, and uh, and everyone walked away feeling like they did the best work they could. And for us, we're, we're so thrilled because it's our, it's our biggest budgeted project ever at Affirm Films. It will be our widest release ever, and it will be, um, it's the first film fr- coming from Affirm Films within Sony Pictures that will have the Columbia Pictures mark on it. Um, so that, that's a big deal for us, and, and we're really thrilled and excited uh, for this movie to come out on January 22nd. And you know, my last question for you, what do you think the future for Faith Films is? I mean, you're somebody who's been in the heart of this, you've been involved in it, you've seen it, and you continue to, to be a part of it. What comes next for films like this, you think, in the industry? Well, first I will say that, um, you know, I think we, we will continue to see amazing films which, which integrate scriptural truths, and in many cases, uh, a Christian faith kind of baked in that people don't even call faith-based films. I often get asked, what's my favorite faith-based film? And my response is, uh, Les Mis. Um, I don't know that you can show a more beautiful picture of God's grace and forgiveness as, as when the bishop takes in Jean Valjean and it changes his life. Um, that is the gospel to me. That That is just, it's amazing. So I think we'll, we'll continue to see big mainstream studios and producers and content that 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 really connect with the faith community. And then f- from within kind of the core faith-based filmmaking group, I think we're already seeing a drive towards uh, increasing the quality of the craft 
from the directors and the writers to the talent and the producers, um, the, the people I talk to are dedicated uh, to just honing their, their, their craft and their abilities, learning from others, and, uh, and trying to make better and better uh, material. Well, I love it, and I appreciate you taking the time today to talk with me. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. Church Bowl.